place where I'm at, it is 12.22 in the morning, and I figured it is technically Sunday, so I would record. Um, as always, I'm Kit. This is my cast. Anybody that feels like reaching out, uh, kitcast13 at gmail. Feel free to send questions, comments, positive criticism, whatever you feel like. Um, email is open. So, I started this episode with a little clip that is called Morse, and it sounds, I mean, like Morse code. And I did that because I guess today what I feel like talking about is why I wasn't here for a couple weeks. Um, I just had a really low point and was struggling. Uh, my anxiety and depression can get really bad. <laughs> and when I'm in those states... Um, I mean, the anxiety is constant. It's every day. I woke up this morning and, like, immediately had, like, chest tightness and felt like like I needed to be, like, panicked about something, even though I had nothing to be panicked about. Um, but, you know, when the depression hits pretty hard, there are weeks at a time where uh, if it wasn't for working my dog, I probably wouldn't get out of my bed. So, um. I, I just, I wasn't really into much of anything, so I didn't record. And then I kind of figured that I wouldn't record anymore because I was gone for so long and people wouldn't understand. I, I don't know. It makes sense to me, but it won't make sense to other people that I held myself responsible for being absent. And I was like, well, you let people down, so... Just don't pick it back up. Yeah. Uh, makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? <laughs> and I was actually sitting and talking with a good friend who decided to visit me yesterday. And he said, well, why why don't you talk about it? Like, just, just address it. And I said, well, you know, I, I gave him a bunch of excuses. Like, I was, I was raised in a family where we don't talk about our emotions. I was the only girl. And, you know, growing up with brothers, with, you know, military men in the family, you, you held that stuff in. You didn't burden other people with it. Uh, so, you know, that and that, uh, you know, I feel mental health still has like a pretty big stigma around it. Uh, we actually talked... I had a friend recommend the show Orange is the New Black to me. Uh, they said that it was just funny and that they thought I would enjoy it. And I actually ended up trying to watch it. I I think I was three episodes in before I was like, yeah, this is just really triggering to me. <laughs> Which, I mean, if you don't have significant like issues or honestly, if you've never experienced being in a psych unit, then it probably wouldn't make sense to you. Uh, I myself did have a stay, actually, on a psych unit uh, in December of 2019 when I was 
really low point and extremely suicidal. And I mean, even in there, the people that are there are supposed to be healthcare workers. They're supposed to care about you and want to help you get better. And that wasn't necessarily the case. I I felt very judged, uh, even though I I mean, from a day to day perspective, I consider myself to be a relatively successful and okay person. I I have a degree. I have a job. I have an apartment. I managed to keep my dog alive and some houseplants. I, I, I think that I'm an okay person. I just I had a low point because, I mean, at that time, I was not treating my anxiety and depression. I was not taking any form of medication. And for that kind of stuff, it, it's chemical. It's in your body. You don't I mean, I had a family that told me, like, it, it, this is your choice. And I, I, most of them don't understand it. I think that some of them actually struggle with it, but they don't want to admit it. And so it just, you know, leads them to stick with the, well, this is your choice. Like, you can choose to be happy. You can choose to not look at it that way. You can choose so on, so on, so on. And that's not the case. Um, when I was there, they uh, took my blood every day because I have other things, like I have thyroid issues, and they wanted to make sure that I wasn't having any reactions chemically with the drugs that they were trying, making sure that my thyroid was at the right level because that plays a huge part in, you know, your depression and your mood and your mindset. And I also have um, dysmenorrhea and my periods are kind of crazy. And so I am one of those people that takes birth control to regulate my hormones. And at the time I was not able to, um, I didn't have health insurance. So I wasn't able to go to a doctor and get birth control prescribed to me. So my hormones were all crazy. And the psychiatrist that was there told me, he's like, your, your body is a chemical mess. Like it is a freaking chaotic hot box in there. I, I kind of picture the scene where everyone's going crazy in Inside Out, the Disney movie with all the emotions and like, <laughs> yeah. So that's what I pictured. And, um, you know, so Orange is the New Black it was triggering. I I didn't feel comfortable. I don't usually feel comfortable talking about my mental health and the struggles that I have. So I, again, coming back around, I was telling my friend all these reasons that I was like, yeah, I probably just won't get back into it. And he said, well, what if, like, what if you being gone sets someone into a sad state? Like, what if your absence affects someone because they hear you and they listen to you and they think that, you know, they can relate to you? And he's, he told me, he's like, you probably don't think that people care about your presence that much, but, but they do. And I, 
I mean, initially I laughed at him. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, none of these people care that I've been gone. It's it's totally fine. But then I I started to think about it and I mean, not that they would ever do it intentionally, but I have people that if I don't hear from them every so often, I mean, it does. It it gets me down. And not that I would ever <laughs> assume that I am that for someone or that I have, you know, that much influence or effect on people, but just in case, I said, you know what, maybe you're right. So I came back and decided that we would talk about this today because, I mean, it is something that's important. And if, if it's something that you struggle with, you know, you're not alone. Uh, if your family doesn't understand, <laughs> you know, there are people out there that do. I understand. It, I don't care if it's about the show. If you listen to this and you need to talk to somebody about some sort of mental health issue, like, use the email. I don't care. I got you. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a work in progress. Um, like I said, a lot of, a lot of things chemically needed to be addressed. Uh, it's, I mean, in these things, they, they can take, you know, weeks to actually be functioning fully and appropriately in your system. So it's definitely trial and error. It definitely takes some time for you to feel better. But, you know, once you get there, it's it's worth it. And even with the medications, like I said, that was a couple weeks that I just, I wasn't okay. And I think what I'm kind of taking from this, this round, I don't know if you like, like a boxing match, this round of depression, uh, what I'm taking from it is that I, I saw it for what it was and I thought that it was important to reach out to people. Um, I don't have very many people, as I've already said, uh, my I love my mother to death, but when I text my mom with things like this, she's one of those people that she's just like, yeah, you're fine. It's going to be fine. You know, just let it go. Uh, not very, you know, when my brain is looking for that, yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. I am in full support of your feelings, and I am now outraged because this should not be happening, even if I don't really want you to be outraged, but I just want you to tell me, like, in a very dramatic fashion that you got my back, you understand, and yes, what I'm feeling is validated. She's not that person. She, <laughs> she's like, no, it's fine. Let it go. You'll be okay. Brush it off. Rub some dirt in it. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I don't really have a ton of people, but I am lucky enough to have a friend uh, the person who probably reached out to me the most uh, was a friend that I have in Texas. And um, in the past, I, I when I ended up going to the hospital, there was only one person that I could tell. I don't see the point in, you know, making it to tomorrow. Um, and now I feel blessed enough to have... I, you know, I would say at least three people 
and it is wonderful it, just knowing that I could tell this person and he, I don't know, he wasn't dramatic about it. He was like, yeah, that's not okay. Like, but it, it was, it was in a very supportive way and he found ways to tell me just that even though I'm annoying as all hell, he would miss me and uh, miss uh, my crazy snaps because he is on my Snapchat and stuff like that. And honestly, talking to him the day that I ended up talking to him is probably what started my upswing because he just, you know, there was no judgment, just participated in the conversation. And it just got me to the point where I was laughing and that little bit turned it around. Uh, the next day I ended up talking to another friend who just happened to reach out and say, hey, I've noticed that you're not really, you know, interacting the way you normally do. Like I'm not seeing, I, I, I post stupid stuff on Snapchat. You can see all about my dog and all about where I'm going. And my friend from Texas loves it because I'm a huge music fan and I will just post snaps of my dashboard with the song on the radio at that moment because I'm just feeling it in my soul. So whenever I'm not posting on Snapchat at all, like whenever the people that I have streaks with because yes, I care about my snap streaks. <laughs> um, when they're getting a black screen with an S on it for a streak, that's when these people know, like, all right, we're, we're getting into something that's not okay. We should check on her. And I, I feel absolutely blessed to have that because honestly, it's the first I've had it probably in my entire 29 years. And I was very grateful to be able to reach out to these people and to not feel it to not, I don't know, like it's hard, it's hard to explain unless you, you've been there and you know it. Like, and if I say, I don't, I don't see the point in making it to tomorrow. Like I, I can tell you that that is going to sound dramatic to probably 90% of people. I know that that's not a, like a real response to things. But when you have some sort of, you know, issue that is affecting how your brain works, how, you know, just your internal functioning, it, like, you can't, you can't wipe it off. Like, that is the thought that's in your head. Like, you know that it shouldn't be, but, like, that is the thought. You're like, what, why? What, what is the point of making it to tomorrow? I know I should want to, but, like, I don't. It doesn't matter. Like, no one will care if I'm gone the the family that has loved me all 29 years, you know, in two weeks, they're going to get over it. And you tell yourself these ridiculous things it, just because you are like so lost in a hole and being able to tell someone and know that they just understand that, that they know that it's not something I would ever want to do but that my brain is telling me like this is this is the way man this is this is the easiest 
option right now. Like, we are too overwhelmed. Like, we got to shut down. And if that's the way we got to do it, that's the way we got to do it. So knowing that I can talk to these people and I have that safe space where these people aren't going to be like, that's that's really fucking dramatic of you. Or immediately call someone and have me, like, sent back to the hospital. Like, the time that I ended up in the hospital, that person absolutely had my best interest in mind. And I love her to pieces. And I I regret the bills that I have because healthcare, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to go on a rant about it. Um, but I do not regret that. I absolutely needed it. Like I said, there was a lot of things going on that were wrong internally and I needed it. It absolutely was a turning point in my life. And from December of 2019 until now, I'm so much happier with, with who I am and how I handle things. And, and the fact that I can say I have anxiety and depression I'm doing my best to manage, but you need to understand and respect that. Because I used to be an absolute doormat. And I, you know, I it's, it's impossible for someone to have complete control over their anxiety and depression. But I would let people, you know, talk me into feeling like I should and feeling like, like it was in my control. Like I was just being selfish by being sad. I was... I, you know, I was just being a jerk and not caring about my friends and family and husband by sleeping until two o'clock. Like I let people convince me that that was what was happening and it's not. So knowing that I now am able to stand up for myself and be like, no, that's not what's happening. Like you need to understand and respect this. Like, I know that these are not reasonable things, but I can't get out of it right now. So help me or give me the space I need until I can help myself. Um, so having those people that I don't have to say that to is pretty awesome. And I am forever grateful for so many wonderful people that I have met, you know, over the past couple years. Uh, it's really been a growing point for me. And... I think that I am lucky to, I mean, have had it, I guess, at 29. I I know people and I've met people and I've, you know, in my journey, I've talked to people that don't really get that until they're, you know, in their 40s and 50s. And if you've listened in the past, I, I treat people, the average age is probably in the high 80s. So when you're 40 or 50, you are not old in my book, but... You know, it just, that's an extra 20, 30 years of, of where I was. And being where I'm at now, I know that's 20 or 30 years, like, too long. Like, I already spent 29 years, and that's too long. It's, I don't know. I'm on a rant. So, yeah. I was in a funk, but I, I, again, I feel better knowing that I had those people and knowing that I chose to reach out to those people. And I, I made my way back around and I, I still needed that extra little kick yesterday. Um, so I'm here talking to you fine people.
and if if it resonates with you then i i hope i hope it is in a positive way i hope that you can you know finally say hey maybe there is something chemically that i need to have addressed or hey you know it's not fair that people don't respect that this is what's going on or hey it's okay to talk to people like i need to reach out everybody struggles sometime everybody you know for all you batman fans why do we fall so we can learn to pick ourselves back up you know it's it's important to take care of yourself and i think that it's important to know that everyone needs taken care of you're not weak or wrong or selfish for wanting to take care of yourself and i hope that i don't know i hope this matters to someone i really do i know that like i said i feel a lot better and i'm i'm actually proud of the person that i see in the mirror now knowing how i handle myself and uh, knowing that, you know, I'm going to have those moments, but knowing that I, I do the right thing, that I, I take the right actions to actually help myself and not just get buried in it. Because I could get buried in it for months in the past. And I, I would sleep forever and not care about anything, you know, but definitely one of those people where I remember being in a funk when I was studying to take my exam to get my license after I graduated and I was in such a funk that I would sleep most of the day when I was supposed to be studying I wouldn't eat and I would only shower a half an hour before my husband was supposed to come home because I didn't want him to be affected by you know this negative thing that I thought that I was um, in the long run, I think, you know, that would, that was definitely one of the issues that, that led to, you know, decisions and actions that were made that ultimately ended up with us getting divorced. And maybe if I had been a little more honest with myself and honest with how I was feeling and with the fact that I actually needed help, um, you know, this last episode that we had together, you know, wouldn't have hit him so hard. So a lot of things come from not taking care of yourself. And, you know, if, if anybody listening, if this saves you a couple of those steps that are, are definitely a struggle and not 100% necessary, then that will make me happy. So... That is, that's where I'm at today. 12.45, (laughs) Sunday morning. That's what I felt like I wanted to talk about. And again, I hope that it it matters. I hope someone listens to it and it's what they needed. Um, But if not, then, I like I said, I'm, 
I'm getting okay just speaking my truth. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Some people don't even fucking like tea. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's just something that is inevitable that you have to wrap your head around. I I don't know if whoever out there buys into astrology, but I am a Leo. And I spent my entire life trying to force myself not to be. And I feel like I'm finally embracing that. And I, I can't even tell you how authentic and genuine I feel in my own skin and speaking my own thoughts and like what actually comes into my mind and not filtering it because because it matters more if these people are comfortable than if I speak my truth. I I have a healthy respect for a lot of people. I I try not to offend anyone, but unfortunately no one's comfort is worth me hiding my truth. And I don't think that it is for you either. You you can't, you know, spend your life hiding and trying to pretend that you're not who you are, whether that be with mental health issues and trying to pretend that you don't have them, trying to pretend that you don't need them, trying not to let people see that side of you. You know, it, it doesn't work. It's really there. You, you can dress your dog up to look like a Mexican cowboy riding a horse, but that doesn't mean that's what he is. Like, I don't know why that is what came to my brain, but it is. Um, you know, you are who you are. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to, to speak and be your truth. And from my experience, like I said, I've never felt more authentic. <laughs> it kind of feels badass. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm actually, like I said, pretty proud of it. Like I look in the mirror and it, I'm, I'm not disappointed anymore. And again, I, I struggled and I was absent for a few weeks. And if anybody is routinely listening, I hope sincerely that you understand I hope that even if it's not something you struggle with, that it's something that you can acknowledge and have a respect for, and I'm going to try to keep back up with it and, you know, give people hopefully something at least mildly enjoyable to listen to once a week. So, if that's you and you're still here, then thank you. Sorry this one was a little deep. But sometimes that's necessary. I probably should go to bed sooner than later. I hope all of you have a wonderful week. Have a great Memorial Day if you if you are here in the States. I don't know exactly how far this reaches. So, happy holiday weekend. Take care of yourselves. Love yourselves. Love one another. Be kind. Be kind because you never know what someone else is going through. And being kind is so easy. It is so much easier than being mean. 
All right. Happy trails. I'm off to bed. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and I'll catch you next time.